You, you look very nervous. Is this is this the user submitted orgasm section? No, I'm no. uncomfortable. You look uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable sitting next to look you. Look at this. You're wearing Dockers. That's I'm wearing. Uh, and, and a collared shirt and a polo shirt for crying out loud! What's going on with you, Kathy? I this is the first time I've worn pants in like a year, and I swear to God, I think I'm going to die. You need to what calm do down. First of all, the shorts? rest of us wear pants all the no, time. No, Kathy, I don't wear freaking pants. Why are you wearing? Pants? He's with because Devil. I'm Devil trying, doesn't wear pants because I'm trying to dress for the part that I need to learn how to get a job and shit. Oh. So, I, so I put on pants today, and I'm like, "What? Look, I bought because I went to the thrift store and I bought pants. You know, these were like three dollars. They're nice. You know." For three bucks. And uh, and so I had like two or three pairs, and I'm like, okay, okay. I got to get myself in the zone. I got to go like- job-seeking zone. To go be your Walmart greeter or whatever the fuck I'm going to do, which I can't really do because it hurts my back. But um, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to put on the clothes today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress. Because they always say that, you know, dress for the part. You know, that you want to play or whatever, and I don't know, you know. Whatever. You know, I don't know how to look pregnant. You know, I kind of look pregnant, so- I, I don't really want to be pregnant, but I, I do want to, you know, eventually get a job. So now I'm wearing this, and it's Kathy. How do you do it? I'm wearing jeans for crying out. How I'm do not you wearing do it? Does fancy not, pants. Like, well, you don't have nuts. You don't have giant hanging bat wing nuts. All right. That literally just are shoving. No, I don't. <laughs> like I'm, I'm literally being raped by my own testicles. What? You, no, you're being raped by the pants, and this is where I'm very glad I only have one testicle, so I fit in tighter pants. Oh my! Without pain, so it's non-consensual CBT. Is that what it is? It is yeah. sure. No, yeah. well, well you put on the pants. That's you what I'm saying. So I consented oh, okay. to the goddamn pants, Kathy. What? <laughs> I'm glad that you're this you're embracing not, this. This does not help. I need a non-pants job that That's I can not do. See, the, you, the thing I, that you have to understand, Boogie, what? is that most of us don't really have a say in the kind of job we get. We really don't. Why? We can pick and choose, but the, the pool that we pick and choose from is determined for us. So, so nobody feels sorry for me is what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. I'm just you're, some little bitch that's squirming. Head. I'm some little yes. bitch that's squirming about real world problems. Squirm with the rest of us, honey, because we're all in pain here. This is just... This is bullshit. Let's start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. (laughs) And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? You're scared that your desires might be strained? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello, and welcome to the very uncomfortable Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and Kathy's perversion. Recording live from Tony's fucking castle. Sans Tony. Sans Tony. There's two boxes in his throne. Exactly. In front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hello. Greetings. I'm Kathy. I'm Count Boogie. I'm Enigma. And I'm Del. And then who's the hot chick over there? The hot human is Ella. Ella. Hot Ella. (sighs) Well, Kathy... You look, I must say, very, very nice. That's awful. That well, is an awful compliment. You're usually wearing these this saggy, homeless sweats. I got my homeless tank sweats top, going on. Your homeless sweats that are like cut off, and your your faux Crocs, and you always look very. <laughs> <laughs> 
but hat is good. It's good for some things, but unfortunately, employers don't don't want to see. I it. know. It I'm sucks. trying. I believe me. I'm very lucky that I get to wear jeans, and that makes me very comfortable. You need a hat job. A what? Well, you just said that. That's my look. Is the hat. And that means yeah. dressing in sweats and t-shirts. Yes, but hey, jobs don't really pay that well. Actually, no jobs <laughs> pay me real well right That's now. That's true. Except this lovely podcast, goddammit. And you, you trimmed your huge mutton chops. I did. I got And, and it didn't go well because, you know, still after, after literally since August or whatever, since I've been in the car, <laughs> uh, I still cannot find my clippers in storage to do it evenly, you put the what little are clippers. Well, the clippers, hair clippers, and then you put an attachment on it that can oh. be a certain you need amount. To borrow mine? I have one. Oh, that's awkward. No, it's not. Do you shave your butt with it? No, I shave my face. Oh. Well, I, I, oh, you're not that hairy. That's right. Well, an average guy, that's something you got to ask because I'm hairy. My clippers, I I trim my ass with them. Well, I'm talking about an electric oh, for my, my face. God. Oh, okay. So. Maybe we'll have hair clippers Maybe day one day. Maybe you should have different ones for your butt hair. Maybe what? Yes, Kathy, don't that be, is so don't be not man. Something on your face that you clean your butt with. Well, it's, I'm not like it's not like I you know just like walk around for three days and then trim my butt. Usually, it's after you rinse. You're missing the point. It's your butt, Kathy. Doesn't some people like well my you... butt. <laughs> Thank you very much. Of course, now I look like a fucking candy apple because I walk 17 miles a day. My legs are completely like all firm. Feel that I leg. Don't have... No, I'm not touching your leg. It's bad enough my knee keeps hitting your knee. Jesus Christ. Does that do something for you? I don't understand why you are complaining that you look nice and you look fit and healthy. I don't look fit and healthy. Most people don't complain about this shit. I don't look fit and healthy. My legs look good, but my midsection, because I've been eating, I've gained another 15 pounds, but it hasn't gone to the legs because I walk so much. So now I swear to God, look, I look like a fucking candy apple. Big old fucking round apple. Yeah, big round apple and some fucking sticks. Looks retarded, <laughs> Kathy. You do not. I don't look hot anymore. You are way overanalyzing every little thing about Shut you. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> I was hot. You can't be the only pretty boy in this room. But he is the only. Well, there's What's, Enigma. There's enigma. Two oh. boys. <laughs> don't neg that man. Don't uh. neg the photographer. I'm sorry, what? He just nothing, threw his phone nothing, to the side. <laughs> nothing Enigma. Would you like me to delete all social medias? Uh, uh, no. Oh, did you hear no, that? Enigma, did you hear that, Kathy? We're sorry, I'm did sorry. Did you hear that? Again. Welcome <laughs> to the first fucking step in the death of every web designer and oh, social media on, I've ever fucking nuts. met. No, 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 no. Because no. seriously, <laughs> that's, the, Enigma, that's the threat okay? they all do. Yeah. I will fuck up your whole world. They all do that. You know, you were doing so good at the It's a the show. power you, you play. You had a great look. You were ready to go, and now you got to go all. Well, now I got to worry if I got to change my passwords in the middle of the show because Enigma's going to go psycho. For what? Fucking rogue. For social media that we weren't even yeah, using. Yeah, it's true. There's nothing on it, so it's not a big. Re- it's really not a big threat, by the way. If it weren't for him, there would be no. You're not getting on my PP Facebook now. Media. I mean, we have like over uh, almost a. Uh, 70 followers now as opposed to the 15 we had last week. Okay, On this what? is all due to him. Instagram. Are we uploading shit? Yeah. Are you taking pictures? I'm going to take a picture of you and your preppy pants. Yeah, oh, we're that's gonna, disgusting. We're going to have that. And then I'm, I'm also getting um, some artists to uh, drop some stuff that we I can use to share and like pimp out oh, nice. today and He's Patreon so and then um, uh, like the official like release it when episodes get released oh it's very good he's doing yeah. stuff that we too bad he's going to turn around and knife us in the back one day when he gets the hair up his <laughs> ass least expect yes. <laughs> next thing you know it's going to be all pictures of like horrible things and and they're gonna he's gonna go i don't know i quit that website like three weeks ago you know that guy's a sicko 
Oh my god! I'm telling you, webmasters can be really shitty. Let's go over to Dell because he's got some stuff. Dell, what do you got? Him. Just a second. Um, wow. <laughs> you, yeah. Can you just stick your tongue in the USB port or something? And get no, it going. No, 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 no. Um, update of me is um, slowly rebuilding or taking stock of the toy bag. Very Fuck, good. I forgot to bring the whip. Uh, oh god damn it! I forgot. We to bring had something. a segment too, didn't we? Of you god damn it! You are not my Obi Wan right now. I'm sorry. Well, I'm nobody's Obi Wan. That's <laughs> true. I totally forgot how to use this. I, I, I got was... this from Stockroom. It's oh, that's one very of those. nice. That's those. a good slapper. Yes, yeah. it's the one I had before. The handle's great. Right. Um, do 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 do. Uh, BK from Discord was also letting me know I could get some stuff from him. Okay, very cool. So I'm going to look at what he makes, and I'm going to pay him some amount, not just sure, like sure, take sure. things. Um, not Devil had puppies, and by devil, I mean <laughs> their family dog had puppies. I was going to say was devil ro- had this puppies. Was a, has that ever happened in role play? Wait a minute. Go. Okay, oh, before no, we go. no, no, no. You know no. what I'm saying? Let him finish. Come on, Del. I can do the segment. Continue. So, have you ever done a pet play scene where the dog, the play dog, gave birth to puppies, and then like other puppies like shot out between their legs or whatever, and then pretended to be puppies and went to the next inception level of cute? I have not, but I kind of maybe want to at least see it once now. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Continue. These, these were uh, real puppies, though. Yeah, because yes. I was about so to check out the show. So their family dog had eight puppies. So Jesus, horse uh, slut Christ! Their sleep schedule is a bit whack because Mama puppies kind of dumb and will roll over onto them or oh, suffocate them between God. legs. So Devil has the day. Sh- <laughs> Devil has the evening shift to Which make sure that they don't here. die and join her Got in it. hell and. Um, devil's mother, um, I forgot the name of the, the devil's... She Satan? She Satan um, has the, d- the day shift of making sure they don't get strangled. Oh my mm. god. It's like queening. Dog queening. Yes. Alright, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Let mama sit on your face! <laughs> I'm gonna charge you 50 bucks an hour. No. Mm, no boogie. No? No. I would not be a good... I would not Is that be a it, good... Del? Yeah, that's it for okay. me. Okay. Alright. That's it. I got nothing. I got it. Kathy, I had a very boring week. Kathy, I'm in such a good mood. I don't know why. Probably because of these pants. I'm hallucinating now. But I was just at the library, and I just have to tell library stories when they're exceptional. Cracked out, drugged out, weird, haggard, homeless lady sitting there trying to get attention. Because I know this about homeless people. It's like they'll push the envelope when they're really, really bored. They'll push the envelope until you step in to see how long they can fuck with people. This lady is singing loud, bad, incoherent gospel music in the library while we're all... And everyone's just like... "Ah!" And the only thing that she stopped for is to coherently turn to someone. Ah, you got a Vicodin? <laughs> you can't make this shit up, Was Kathy. that someone you? <laughs> no, I don't know who it was. But I swear to God, it was the best moment I've ever had in the library. Ah, you got a Vicodin? <laughs> Just, that is library magic. 
I feel so sorry for you, but <laughs> Kathy, these are the things that I'm doing now that you've sheared off my testicles that now grew back I and are knew uncomfortable. You were going to bring this shit up. Well, you know what? It's good that you bring it up, and the perverted podcast listeners I have need it right to up. know. You wrote it down under potato mayhem. Oh, okay. Well, then I brought it. You up. You put right there. It says Kathy shears boogies testicles. Well, that's true. I did not you, you shear did your shear testicles. My no, testicles. See, why are you defending when you don't even know the point that I'm going to take or make? This could be incredibly flattering you. to you. I know exactly what you're going to oh, say. Oh, well, then by all means, handle this segment, Kathy. What else I going to talk about? Go ahead and talk, and I will confirm if that's what I thought you were going to say. Kathy and I did our half a pee-pee show in the car, and it was a good drive, and it was a little tighter. We, you know, some good conversations. We got in a little, uh, you know, updates on Kathyisms and, you know, things like that, and we worked through uh, some stuff. And, and it was real good, but it was the meeting after the car show that was of particular interest to me uh, and the perverted podcast listeners and the patron listeners and, and some, uh, uh, donors, you know, those people that support us and Patreon shit. Patreon supporters. Yeah, th- those people. And, uh, of course, Headley. Fucking Headley. <laughs> uh, indeed. And, and it, was, it, it was a hard conversation to have because it was something – that I knew, and, and I've joked about, I don't even listen to the show, and blah, 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 and we suck, and whatever. And in the back of my mind, I always knew that it would benefit the show, it would benefit the listeners if I was a little more organized, and I spent a little more time listening to the show and taking notes. Because as we all know, I know better. And I was trained by some really, really big people in the broadcasting industry on how to do things correctly and because of whatever excuses with my fucking brain and psychopathy and all this shit that I do um, I've really ignored certain aspects of what's good and what's not good about doing a show and knew that there was things that I could be working on and knew there was things that I had to focus on and I just kind of went in denial and anger and fuck it you know I'm just going to we're going to throw it out there and I like winging it and doing these things and Kathy brought up some points about some things that we do that really shine the light on oh yeah 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 that that does suck and uh and I need to take a look at at some of those things and and how I organize and how I direct people on set and the expectations that I have on people I shouldn't have expectations on and and finding people's talents where they are and leaving them where they're not and a lot of different things and it, and it was it was a really ugly hard conversation because there's a part of me that is very honest and and I like truth I really do like truth as much as it it I, I hate truth. Ultimately, if you throw some facts at me, I have to I have to kind of acquiesce to those facts. And and so it was a good conversation uh, that felt really really shitty, but it it opened up some light on some things that I'm not doing. And so that's why you know the whole new kind of trying to represent myself as someone I spent like two hours today on the topic that we're going to talk on FetLife, which is not going to be coherent, but at least know that I put in time and effort on it. And I just wanted to tell Kathy, um, thanks for being, uh, that person to speak that way, even though it was a, it, it was not a pretty conversation at times. Uh, mm-hmm. it was good and positive. So you, you kicked my ass and, and, and it was good. Well, uh, I don't really know what to say, but that is, I don't want to say you're welcome to something that was very uncomfortable to say and to hear. So I, 
I, I was it what you ex- everything you expected me to say? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well then, fine. Well, Thanks you, for letting me do this. You own shit after a while. It just yeah, you it's have just to it's. Do your own I have a lot of pride in you. Like I'll argue the fuck out of anything into the ground, and even some of it will sound good. Um, but eventually, I will think about it and go away and go. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the wrong. I'm a fucking idiot. So this was one of those moments, and uh, and so hopefully this will make some differences, and I made some plans going forward, and I'm going to start listening to the show, and I'm going to sit with my little notepad like I used to do when I was on K-Rock and listen to things that I have to improve, and, and hopefully it'll make a better show. And I'm not promising anything. I may just get irreverent and go back to being a psycho and tell you all to fuck off, and, and that uh, that's a possibility too, but we're on a journey. It is a journey. That was it. That was. All what right. do you got, Kathy? I got nothing. I got a boring week. This I didn't do anything. Nothing. Great import. Anyone get any dick? Uh, like, no, I did not get dick. <laughs> no, though I might be soon giving dick. Of devil got out of their pain spell, so they've been sending me very many lewds. Oh, lots of lewds. Yeah, lots of lewds. Also getting lewds. paperwork in order, so could do lewd things with someone who might be on this couch. Oh, she's smiling. Oh, you see that smile? Yes. Paperwork. Is it they? Yes. Yes, they. Okay. I don't know. They's hot. I don't give a fuck what you call them. That's good. Yeah, English. You're going yes, to so get some. Gonna I've been get getting some. like four or five a day now. I was like, I miss you. See you on Tuesday. I'm yeah. in heat. I'm. <laughs> she's been watching them dogs. <laughs> she's watching them dogs and she's like, I know how them puppies were made. You're so disgusting. They're not at the howling stage. They're at the, you make squeak noises. Well, she's at the howling stage. Obviously, if she's sending you four lewds a day, is she sending nudes with those lewds? They're naked, so yes. Uh, Okay, fair enough. Naked puppies? Ew, that's gross. (laughs) Tell's a weird guy sometimes. Well, hey, whatever floats your boat. Enigma? Aren't puppies always naked? Yep. They wear a little bling on the collar. Some some people get them clothing. I, I mean that's, that's true. true. Don't that's, even get me started on the. Re- just, uh, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. Mm. Mm. Um, okay. n- no, uh, nothing. Nothing too fun, like sexy time this last week. Although I have like three scenes planned for the next week. So good, good. We uh, will uh, we'll get a report on those then. Yes. All right. Very good. Let us move along. Fed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on Fed Life. For your piece of mind, please order the author of your post. We talk about this. Please be granted. We should do so. We never even talked about the fact that Tony's not here. There's like boxes. We did. We said that in the beginning. The boxes. Hey, right right at the top of the show. If you don't like saying that spiel, couldn't you just record that and just play it every time? No, it's better to be Kathy's. What Kathy muttered through was. Permission was given for us to talk yes. about this Say post. No, from a even a. It just PG shows your level of enthusiasm for the week. Well, sometimes I'm enthusiastic, and sometimes I'm like, "What can I say?" I don't know. About it depends this. on how recently you've had the dick. You know what? It actually does. I, I meant that as a joke, but the di- it, it's but not it's a joke. True. It's actually very, very. I true. didn't have the dick list last week, so I'm a little bit crotchety. Crotchety? I'm an old crotchety woman. God damn it, this thing ain't got I wanted the dick. Well, at least you're not a cat lady yet. Do you see this? It's blowing the Sahara down here. Never going to be a cat lady. You're a dog lady. I am a dog lady, but I'm never going to own a dog again. Mm, You like like it on your hands and knees is what you're saying? I do like it on my hands and knees. You are a dog lady, aren't you? In and out. Ow! Kathy, I don't want to do this topic, but... I don't understand you. It's the simplest thing in the world. It is. Why does it... It's, you know what? You're right. You are. You it's are right. Actually, very simple topic. You are. It's simple, 
but it's a hundred simples. Well, let's just because it, to the because main theme. it attacks so many aspects of the community and lifestyle and what's good and what's wrong and what's you know an but, ego and 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 just so. I mean, I don't know about you. I think that we should just get into it on the myth that he that is right in the title of his post, okay. which is "Hello, I am a casual kingster that does not attend events, and that makes me unsafe." Or does it? <laughs> Sorry, a, I didn't. I didn't make that horror horror picture. I am more <laughs> safe, or maybe not. This is written by Music Freak seventy four, and thank you once again to Glycerin Queen for just all the tags that you keep giving me and sending me to some great posts. So when I text, when I sent the message over to him, by the way, to ask him permission, he was like. Uh, I'm a little bit wary of, uh, I think I have on our, uh, you know, opening message, hey, we're a bunch of 24-7 lifestyle ah, or something like that. He's perfect. like, I don't want to be you know, judged by 24 But he gave us permissions because he said that this is a great topic. It needs to be discussed. Sure, so sure. thank you very much for that. Here we go. Uh, he wrote, I have been on FET for a long time, and I have seen plenty of well-known and celebrated people be outed as predators. I cannot count the number of community leaders, event organizers, and FET liberties that have ended up being predators. Yet the idea that you must attend events and that you should avoid those who do not participate in the community is still the default setting for the kink world. I'm not saying casual kinksters are safer. That would be ridiculous. What I am saying is that one should not assume that they are more of a threat than those who are part of the community. I'm not a social person. I don't do group shit. It's not in my nature to enjoy being in large groups. Did my refusal to go to events or be part of the community make me unsafe? Fuck no. I never violated anybody's consent. I never injured a partner. I paid attention to safety and I paid attention to limits. Yes, be wary of the fringe creepers like myself that refuse to participate in the community. Fair enough. I have no problem with a parental advisory sticker being put on me. But for your own safety... Maybe you should rethink the idea that events are inherently safer and that those who participate or lead communities are always a safer option. It is just not the truth. It's a myth and a dangerous one. Maybe everybody involved in kick should be approached with the same amount of caution and all people in all events should have that parental advisory sticker on it. Hmm. You know, I have to say, this um, post... It made me really uncomfortable. How so? Because um, I am one of those people who believes that that's a big old fucking red flag when I hear that someone doesn't want to be in the community and that wants nothing to do with social clubs or munches. To me, that a, a huge red light goes on in my head and I'm like, danger, danger, stay away from this person. So sure. it makes me uncomfortable because anytime that I'm forced to come out of my very safe and comfy uh, echo chamber, and, and it makes me um, very squidgy. And this challenged me. This challenged my beliefs and made me rethink my, you know, it's just not a good thing to hang out with people who don't want to come out in the community because they are inherently unsafe. I'm going to admit it. I'll come right out and admit it. That is something that I used, I used to believe. And it's not that I, I don't believe it, but he is absolutely 100% correct in that you should approach everybody, whether they come into the community or not, with the same level of caution. Oh, God. This okay. is quite a pause. Well, I mean, literally six pages of notes. I'm not going to get to a, a fraction of it in 20 <laughs> minutes. 
Uh, you can I maybe get in before your giant monologue? Sure, I'm not going to giant monologue. Okay. Um, I would just split it into that is very good advice of be cautious of everyone, but I don't like it wrapped in into the the other bit of oh, be distrustful of people that go to don't go to events. Like I don't implicitly trust them more, but I feel safer at that event. Like I might not trust them more, but I feel safe being there. And that's the extent that I have the difference of if you're not willing to meet me somewhere I'm comfortable, I I don't find that that does not put me at ease. Mm-hmm. So I definitely appreciate the sentiment of don't trust anyone in general or be leery to start with. But saying this using that as a don't trust like. It just it's no, a I get it. Ultimately, it's two ideas. Yes, ultimately, you have to be one hundred percent comfortable. And if you're not comfortable meeting someone outside of a kink event, then that's your call. And nobody can tell you that you're an idiot for you know not meeting me at a coffee shop. I mean, didn't we have an email a, a few shows back about somebody who was asking us, "Should I meet this person because he wants me to put him in a chokehold?" He said he'll right, meet right, me right. at a coffee shop. If that doesn't make you feel comfortable, then you're not under any obligation to do it. If being at a party or a munch or a kink event makes you feel more comfortable, that's totally okay. I don't see any problem with that. I think anytime we have any blanket statement about anything, um, you obviously run the risk of being self-righteous and or just unfactual with all the evidence or unwilling to look at all the sides of a situation. We have talked a lot on the show about what do you do when you don't have a kink community? Well, those people can't go anywhere. So are they all unsafe? Of course, we never talk like that. But what we do talk about is accountability. And what we do talk about that is unsafe about going places where um, are outside of the community is when somebody tries to isolate you. When the excuse is that somebody who is not uh, willing to go to the community uh, is is negative in a way that builds themselves up and tells you, don't trust them, only trust me. Right. Those are red flags, too. There's a lot of things. Does the person that's not in the community respect your safe call? Do they encourage a safe call? Do they encourage you with... Do they give you the information that you need to be comfortable? You know, it, in those cases, we've talked about that in more than one occasion, then those those are people that are more likely to be safe. Uh, and, and then it goes... Once you get into the lifestyle, we also tell people don't be blind. And we also tell people that people are predators in this lifestyle. And there's, you know, the the thing, the argument that got really heavy on that post was the we versus them kind of thing. And the lifestyle, you know, it is safer than not being public because of this, this, and this. And then people would come back. Well, what about uh, the people that are predators in the lifestyle, but they're charming and then people like them. And then when they do abuse somebody, it's brushed under the rug because they've come in and been really charming. And then, you know, that. So there was so many amazing points. Oh, you're talking about the comment. I'm theme. talking about all the okay. comments. I read yeah. all the comments and uh, which I don't do. Wow. Uh, I'm wow. trying, Kathy. I'm trying. So, um, 
And in those comments, like I read the like the guy's a fucking hater. All right, he's got pictures of his middle finger. I know a hater. I'm a fucking hater. Everyone knows it. So I recognize the guy's a troll. He's a fucking hater. He likes to jab people and get a reaction out of people. And he's also smart and he does have some really good points. But he did it in an antagonistic way. So of course I got defensive because I'm like I know what this guy's doing. Okay, whatever. And then as I read more and more, I'm like, okay, these are good points. But is this is Turn the push the mic. I can't hear the whisper. Is someone whispering or something? Okay, thanks. Um, uh, so as I'm, you read the post, so as as I'm reading the post, I start to see all these these kind of extreme, you know, statistics that aren't real, like the image that everyone is unsafe if they're not in the community or you know enveloped uh, 24-7 in the community that they're not safe and then people on the other side were also making it seem like well I know so many people in the lifestyle that are complete predators or whatever that that's not any safer you know and so I was trying to constantly just get to the middle like what's the goal you know is the goal to have a great time Go play and feel that people have your back and are safe-ish, er, a little bit. Not so much, but maybe not feel that you're safe, but actually or, be safe. I mean, I think that um, there is a, a, a good middle ground to go down, and that's what he finishes his post with. Have that healthy dose of skepticism and doubt with everybody, regardless of where they go. I'm I'm not... I understand what he's saying, and logically speaking... Um, uh, I I understood um, that maybe my uh, attitude was highly prejudicial, but that doesn't change the fact that I will always be a slightly more s- skeptical of people who say I don't want to come into the community. But I have learned the hard way, um, as we've seen in the last few years, that being in the community doesn't mean that you're safer because these are people who come to the same club as you. Well, it, it, and I and I think that the what happens is it creates a false sense of security because you let people in your club, people that you see there on a regular basis, get away with stuff that you wouldn't let someone else get away with if they weren't if you hadn't seen them at the club several times. I agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. Now I bring in some other some other points about what I believe statistically. In at least in my experience, the thing that I think is overlooked a lot is we use the word predator a lot. And it's kind of like this blanket general statement that we throw on somebody who causes somebody harm or somebody that preys on somebody or somebody that manipulates somebody in order to do what they want, regardless of uh, the best interests of the other person. And it's this very general thing. And I think predators are categorized as one thing when, in fact, predators are just as varied as any other group of people and different types. The people that I think this guy is talking about and referring to and the people that it is a real problem are the gregarious predators, the people that are more almost sociopathic or psychopathic because they have a tendency to be very charming. They have a tendency to be very uh, good leaders. They they bring together people. They, they're gregarious and... and 
And so when they start to do their stuff that they don't give a fuck about somebody else, they know they have built this community and they can go and manipulate all the other people to give them support. That is absolutely a type of predator that you are not safe from in this community. I absolutely agree with that. But there are other types of predators that I believe is a lot safer in this community, and those are the people that aren't gregarious, the people that are socially awkward, that are extra grabby, that don't uh, communicate well, that uh, that haven't built a big fan base. I have seen and myself had many conversations to eradicate shitty behavior among those people, and in that sense, that is a safer place because we do, uh, and I have seen a bunch of examples of people who are more of the socially awkward uh, type of predators. Do you understand what I'm saying? That there is a variance. And I, so once again, on both sides, throwing everyone into one category or the other. It's never good. I think there's a lot of benefits to being in a community. And there's some things I got from the comments or whatever that people were trying to promote not being in a community. And I don't think that was the overall message of no. the poster. He was just saying, be, be cautious and that it is there. But I do think the thing that, that stuck out the most is there, you can't be account, like, you know, people in this community were predators, even if it took a while to find out, but you still found out. And the word got out, but that word's never going to get out if they're not out. And yet there are. You're never going to be able to hold someone accountable no. who's not in a community. But there is this so- guy, this guy loved his post. Whatever he had a giant, he had a giant paragraph in there that talked about how safe he is. And that to me is a red fucking flag. He may be the greatest guy in the world in a way. But for me and for a lot of people, when you see someone talk about what a nice guy they are and what a great player they are, there's no way to know if he's full of shit and lying. That is one of the benefits of being around other people. So at least you have, you may have an opportunity to know whether or not this person backs it up with other people. Yeah. So there are advantages and disadvantages to being in the community and there are advantages and disadvantages to being out of the community. And you're right. If I'm going to give somebody a chance who I don't see at the clubs, I don't see at munches, I don't see anywhere else, and we're only ever going to meet outside of kink environment, it is going to take me a lot longer to get to know you and to gain some trust in you. Which is And if you're okay with that, then that's great. I don't mind going down that path. But it is going to take, and I mean a long time, because I am much more willing to take my clothes off and play with someone in a room full of friends the first time than I am to go over to somebody's house. So that's one advantage to being in a, a party setting, in a club setting, For a with lot people, of people that absolutely. you know, with DMs that you trust, with leaders that you trust. And so, he said that in his post. He said, I understand <laughs> and I take the fact that you will say that uh, I I am a bigger risk because you don't know me and have no yeah. way to vet me or whatever. And the, the point is, is that as long as you're okay with that, I understand being socially awkward and being gregarious because you have to and not wanting to be gregarious. I, I, I very much understand that. I hate going. And then all of a sudden in the middle of this, I said, wait a minute. I'm outside of the community right now. Yeah, you are. I'm completely <laughs> not in the community. But I mean, I, we have a show. But once again, no, other than the show, how do they know? Nobody knows How do they know are, how to Bogey. vet? How do they even know? So there was so many... There was so many things that were coming, and then it came down to, and I even wrote this in the post, I'm like, well, who wrote the Constitution of what our responsibility is? Because then we get into the 
people aren't standing up to the fucking predators because they're gregarious and we 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 like them and oh you know maybe the you know we try to give them the benefit of the doubt benefit of the doubt benefit of the doubt and then it, it's just too much and you got to go you got to get the fuck out of here but how long does it take and whose responsibility is it to do that and then it's you have the people that come into the post that were like well you know people need to learn how to fucking speak up for themselves and say fucking no when they need to and you are absolutely right amen glory hallelujah brother that is a great fucking principle that does not apply to the vast majority of people because standing up for yourself self-advocating and learning how to communicate your needs and wants to other is mostly a learned trait and if they haven't learned that then who's supposed to teach them that? Right. And is that a job of the community? Is that one of the benefits of a community that hopefully you're going to find some mentors that can teach you in this situation where it sounds like bullshit and this person's asking you to do things that make you, it's okay that you say no? What is our job? Okay, so I'm starting to understand why this post gave you a headache and took so long. Stop reading the comment thread. You don't need the comment thread. The post is enough. It is enough on our plate. But the just comment to read the, the post. this is this, but is this is why you're you're all over the place. But I'm all over the place because there was so much stuff that I saw as as valid conflict in the community. Sure, um, things but- that aren't being done. Things that. I mean, we've done and then are in some communities are better than others, you know, because a, what is a community? A community is you go to this town and then, you know, the 100, 200 or five or 20 people in that community that are kinky have banded together and started an event. That is your community. Now, some there, that means there's hundreds of thousands of communities all over the world, and some of those communities are going to be good at backing up people's consent, and some of them are going to be very brushed under the rug. So sure. how do we... It's not a governing body. Well, they, and there can't be, and there is no we. There's Every community stands on its own. On its own. And I, I think don't that's think important to say. It, it is important to say. We've, we're have we going to be talking about an email later on where uh, you can see how different one community is to the next. Um, you're right that this post does make you think of everything that's good or bad about the community. But ultimately, the post was about this, this myth, this prejudice that people have uh, against anybody who doesn't uh, make themselves part of the community. Well, I think, I, I, like I said before, I think we, when we have both gotten down to it, of course we understand that some people can't be in a community. So yeah. it's, it's if somebody who's not in the community is not willing to make the other person comfortable by meeting there in public, meeting their friends if they have to, meeting them in front of a police station, letting your, and see your life, whatever you have to do. And most of we're talking top to bottoms, but there are predatory bottoms too. But in general, we're talking tops to bottoms. And so uh, I think we have talked a lot about that. And so when it comes down, we have a default that says if they're not in the community, uh, there's more red flags about that. Yeah, it's absolutely. if they're not willing to be in the community. And the reasons that they give for that are very self-serving to themselves and not the bottom. It's not a black or white thing, all right? If, if I um, meet somebody and they don't want to come out of the community, which I actually did um, quite a few years ago, and this guy approached me and he propositioned me and I ended up saying no because I didn't know him because I'd only ever seen him at this one particular munch and he had, he flat out said, I refuse to go to any other a kink event and it is because of my job. 
That's fine. I got no problem with that. But I, I was not going to go to his house because right. I, I didn't know him. And so um, I, I just think that th- you're right. This is not an easy topic. It has a lot of ways it can go, especially if you read the comment thread. Everybody's going to bring up a ton of other topics that have to do with, is the community good? Is the community bad? It is a huge topic. And as you said, every community is different. But I think ultimately his last paragraph says said it all. You have got to have the same kind of skepticism with everybody, regardless of whether they are in or out of the community. Is everyone okay with that? Yeah. That was, I was just about to add, besides like the in the community or not, like I, when I started like in my initial entry into kink, I didn't go to Munches because I live in Orange County. There isn't much of a, there's a bit of a scene down there, but I wouldn't go to Munches in LA County because I would have to drive six hours to go eat food and talk to people I didn't know. Sure. So I just went to dungeons. So there, there's a spectrum so of at least like you can how play. willing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, no, I, I would even go and not play. Like I would go to doorway and just talk in the kitchen. It's like <laughs> there's a possibility of play, not just like I just spent half my day driving to say hi and eat food and that eat I could have had at home. I am right, right there with you. So it is the reason so I So currently never... like sometimes I will go to munches if I'm already going to be in the area. Like right. it's cool or like you I just eat. discovered when there's a dead day on Friday, there's a munch at a Fuddruckers literally right by me. I'm like, wait, what? And it, <laughs> I didn't know it was there because I didn't have any mutuals to flag it in the FetLife event feed. I'm like, oh, there's a munch. It's on a Friday. Okay, I might go if I have nothing else to do, but apparently it's a very busy munch, and I just didn't know it existed because I didn't <laughs> Did have you any go? mutuals there. I haven't gone yet. I was literally told about it today because I went to go have food with Mel today. So it's like, oh, there's a munch here. I'm like, wait, what? Like, huh? So there's sometimes you don't know that, like, there's segments of communities if you're in a place that has less stuff. Like, L.A., there's all over the map. Orange County, there's one dungeon, and everything else is a munch or a private event. So you have to know someone to get in the community in some cases. Wow. Hmm. Enigma? Uh, I was just thinking, like, if, if you already have a history, like you've had partners before, I think you can vet somebody without having to be involved in the community. Just be like, Hey, you can talk to this partner, these ex partners. It's, it might be biased, but it's better than nothing. It is. Uh, There's a whole thing on vetting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We don't vet people. (laughs) It is a way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But like if, if you have no history and no way, it's like, I think you kind of have to suck it up a little bit and like, at least go to a munch a month, like find like a small one, one that like fits your, your personality a little bit better and just like have that circle of people know who you are. That's a good idea. That way you have something or at least be seen. Like there's yeah, one, just be seen. Yeah. like there's a Buffalo wild wings munch. I go, I don't, <laughs> I talk to the hostess and host because like they're the hosts and maybe one or two friends. Then I just eat my wings and I leave. <laughs> So and that seen does my face. what for getting you vetted in the community? Yeah, I guess. No, no, no. Well, not the level of vetting of just like, you are known in the community. You're not verbatim. You're not banned. Yeah, yeah. but once again, like, when you're talking. different. But th- now we're going into vetting. No, no. Which, but there are levels they're saying. Yeah, one well, doesn't do it all. There are simply levels when you sure. add one to another. But then, and you keep going that way. I'm going to go back to like, the comments. The like, that wasn't meant to. I, I understand. But what I'm saying is now we go into that thing where it's just like, oh, so now you're telling people if you show your face, that means you're a safer player. And no. those, I'm just talking from the comments yeah. that were in the section that that is not that 
you if you're not known by people as far like you ta- started mm-hmm. with partners people that have actually played with that person before are going to be better at vetting unless they've been programmed and manipulated and abused no, by I, that person I think what they're saying is when you add it to if I met somebody and as enigma says they can introduce me to some of their partners and maybe I even know one I'm all, okay that gets me a little bit closer and then they as Dell says, well, I've seen him at this other munch. Well, that gets me a little bit closer. Let me talk to the leaders of that munch, see if they know anything, which is actually what happened to me. I spoke to the leaders of that munch, didn't like what I heard. Um, each one of these things gets you a step closer, makes it easier for you to make decisions. None of them on their own are going to make up your mind for you, and they shouldn't. They're not enough, frankly, and it doesn't matter whether you're in the community or not. You need, uh, in my opinion, at least a few levels that are going to get you to that point where you begin to trust someone enough to play with them. Okay, that's it. I had my say. Well, now, Dell, you have something else to talk about. Dell's got the moves, wearing motherfucking leather pants. Out. He's the god of information. What have you got for us? Dell. Yes, so I'm not wearing leather pants. I still have them. <laughs> of more on a potato mayhem level, but um, they're in the car. Enigma could try. I have a pair of my old pants that are too large for me, so I need to Cinderella them to someone. So if you fit them, they're Cinderella yours. Them. <laughs> Delt. I mean, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I can get like an arm in there, like just flop my arms around, <laughs> like one of them little blow up things they have outside of car dealerships. Like, oh, shit. So we had four of six make it through the gauntlet this week. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so the numbers dropping. are up from last week. <laughs> uh, we had a wild boogie appear. It surprised me again. Boogie? The, a wild boogie sighting? Yes, he was in the Discord. What? Were you yeah. bored? I don't know. I don't even... I kind are you of, having a stroke? You're cradling your left arm. What I are you just doing? literally lifted my arm and ripped a muscle in my tricep, and it is Ooh. very... Oh, my painful. God. You have that muscle, th- that shoulder thing that I had now. Oh, my God. Not so my bicep. The oh. shoulder's Okay, at least it's you're your arm. Like, hard. I read the hatchet. You're not having a heart attack. We're good. Yes. Go ahead, Dale. <laughs> Sorry for the um, we'll inc- ignore you while sorry, you're in pain. Sorry for the inconvenience, kids. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a crafting project if someone is making a spider web welding project, like from doorway, you know, that spider chain thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing welding, so there's someone's working on that. Ooh, welding. Um, there was a shared guide of a um, punching guide 101 with diagrams of how to punch and what to punch and what not to, as well Can as- Can you put pictures of your enemy in there? I'm sure Just you to can, really inspire yes. the punching. Probably um, not going to help you be consensual, though. And I believe it's from one of our regulars. Uh, they shared their wax guide in various temperatures and types. Oh, that's so, nice. D- good things to learn. Um, let's see. There was Tumblr accidentally blurred an IHOP ad because it looked like a penis. <gasps> <laughs> one so of their official ads was... they blurred it automatically from their algorithms yeah that's wow. funny so then everyone thought it was yep. an actual cock mm-hmm. that is amazing is that the kind of picture you put up Enigma on our social media that's the Rudy I, I have yet to get a picture of a penis that advertises PP so. that is a Rudy Tootie fresh and fucking what's funny fruity. is I, w- I was on Tumblr today and there were like straight up vaginas unblurred and yet an IHOP ad got blurred. It's that when they me. catch yep. you. It's yeah. when it's good the computer you knows. It. Huh? It's when the computer knows or you have so many followers yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And it just takes one irate loser Christian to just put that flag on. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. There was a video shared, not by one of ours, 
Um, it's from, I forgot the name of the YouTuber who does, did I actually open it? No, or it's not open right now. PewDiePie? They made a, uh, no, it's not. Uh, they made a coffee table out of 20,000 matches. And then they lit it on fire. Lit them, yes. It's good. Yes. That's called meth, by the way. In case you're wondering, that's a, that's about it's the female bad architect who makes like the terrible things. It's like feed popcorn, and then it slaps you in the face by accident, or the alarm clock yeah. when it just slaps <laughs> you with a glove. No, which is by the way amazing. Yes, but um, a matchstick table. That's a commit. Like the guy that did the globe. Did you see that one? Yes, I did. Where he that did the globe, great. and that was pretty good. But you just what type of person? Like what archetype? That can sit and like be into it and be like, I'm gonna build this fucking table, twenty thousand matches, and then YouTubers, and then huh, and then to destroy it, and then destroy it. Well, I understand yeah. the destruction part, but just the commitment. And then it's like, have you ever seen like all the carpentry and construction, and they spend like literally months and mm-hmm. months and months to make it perfect? How, who is that? Who is that person? I mean, without I did, meth. I mean, I did like theater set design, and we would like work stuff for months, and like it's just. I don't know. I would zone out and work on it. So like it was, and then it's in the alley a few weeks later. Hmm. And then you throw it in the alley a few weeks later. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. 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 That's sadness. What else, Dill? Um, we've got um a juicer chair, like you know those juicers for like oranges or whatever. It's a white, yay! Because I have the. It's a juicer chair. Yes, it's a chair with a juicer (laughs) and then the thing under it to catch the juice. Oh, that uh, goes up an ass or something or something or, or a cooch maybe I don't know. maybe a cooch and it's a ju- just calling it a juicer it's a juicer and it looks kind of butt pluggy yeah I'm like that's a juice I, I don't yeah okay I like that picture I'm into it it's yep. very white it's a very white <laughs> which by the way I need one of those little portable toilets what off season um they had someone wrapped some wrapping paper and it said let it snow but from how they wrapped it it said tits now. Tits now. Yes. So that was unintended greatness. Um, sharing of you know those medical masks when people have fear of things with the cornucopia virus or whatever. Um, there was a photo comparison of one wearing it and then the photo right under them lifting it to show they're wearing a ball gag. So if you want to wear ball gag in public, (laughs) medical masks are okay to go off. Don't tell Creative Explorer that. Did you see that in China? Where the, the whatever the new big kill everyone virus that's still a fraction of the regular flu killing virus. Uh, that ability. virus? That virus, the cornucopia. Or the corn- coronavirus? The corona, yeah, the corona, the beer virus. Yes. Um, which, okay, fine, it's killed, it's killed some people, still not nearly as much as the regular flu. Nope. Um, but, you know, China has got on the ball. Did you see they built a hospital? Yeah, within what, 48 hours? In 10 days. Mm-hmm. Like to 150 fucking rooms. Now, I don't know well, they how. They a lot of things done quickly. Like, there's a time like lapse the, of them building a highway. They built because they just shut it down. There's no, like, they just, yeah, they're they just, just like, fuck it. you. It's for the, it's for the country. There's no, yeah. Like, dude, a massive, <laughs> a mass. But didn't they build all that stuff for the Olympics in like an hour? I'm going to say maybe there might have been some fudging on some of the codes. And, uh, there it is. There's the picture of the ball gag under the, uh, under the mask. Is that the kind of stuff you post on Instagram? I yeah. mean, I can if someone yeah, sends it to me. He could. Um, <laughs> if Kathy, someone says Kathy, will content. you take a ball gag picture for the Instagram? Sure. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. 
Enigma, no, hold her to it. Do I have to bring my own ball gag? Because I'd rather. I, mean, I don't want to use somebody else's. That's ball what I'm gag. saying. Yeah, use your own ball. I'll gag. bring it. Yeah, use your own damn ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I thought you. No, no, no. Send one. Just get a mask. A surgical mask that costs ten cents. You know. I thought it was a ball gag you wanted me. No, no, no. The do the picture. The Dell's that Dell just showed that where he has the mat. You have a. You have the ball gag on, and then a surgical mask over it to hide it. So you. Maybe with Creative Explorer, do your ball gag, which you would normally do, and just put on a mask. But then, then he would know about that ball gag trick to have it in yes, public. He keeps trying. He keeps taking me out, and he'll like put ankle cuffs on me or something. Yeah. Or if I'm wearing my jacket, he'll put like, <laughs> yeah. and or he'll bring the collar in th- in the car and threaten me with it or something. I'm gonna put this on, you and I'm like, stop trying to take me out in public with these things. And someone's gonna find out. There's gonna be some kind. Of, you One know how your day, mother all, always said, you know, change your underwear in case you get in an accident. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm going to get in an accident, and the paramedics are going to have to cut away my ankle you know, cuffs. Kathy, do you really think they're going to be shocked I don't by care. That? It's in my mind. I they, can't Remember, they're it. the people that pull potatoes out of rectums. That's actually true. No, that's yes, not true. Yes, and lit light bulbs. That's the ER. The e- well, the, well, first responder <laughs> has to come get them. Ew. All right, that's it. I can't hear anymore. Oh, was that it, Del? No. Um, there was a sharing of the periodic table of the pollicules. The oh, the polycules. Oh, is that the like no, Kathy's like just hard noping? I, I won't get into them. <laughs> Where all they, the different diagrams of how you're dating the, other people, the, all the different poly dynamics. Yeah, so this it's like is, molecules, but it's polycules, and then it actually names them. Oh, uh, couple, third wheel, double date, fluid chain, fourth wheel, new and tau, solo poly, triad, Rochambeau, unicorn, quad. That has not been observed in nature, and <laughs> observed to be highly unstable. <laughs> Braille, like you have to see this. It's, it's yeah. that's it, the it kind just, of thing. Oh yeah, my the dots lord! Were, the lines can't true. Label true. Them. Well, um, what's his name? Fucking uh, 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 Center for Positive Sexuality. What's what's his uh, Tim? Uh, Tim one Tim. 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 Yeah, yeah. He does that when we used to do. Uh, he'd show a little bit about that when he would talk about Polly in uh, in the in the colleges when we used to go speak on panels uh-huh. at the colleges and he would show that and you would, and it would, everyone would be like, huh? you know, cause these are, you know, mostly non kinky students. Right. And, uh, and you just saw it and you're just like, so we're just trying to show you there's options. Not one type of poly is the poly maybe you're thinking of. One, no one true way. There is no run to poly. Mm. T-W-U-E. So I have a couple more, but I'll let you pick. Do you want something Funny. Funny. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> got it. So there are people dipping their testicles in soy sauce uh, because see? there was a study published that there's had to taste taste cells in your testicles. I'm actually. But it was more of if you have defective taste cell genes, it can cause um um what's the word of you can't have kids. Impotence in men if you had a certain type of taste imp- bud. sterility, yeah. sterility. Not yeah. not able to crank. Which what a blessing that fucking disease is. Yeah. So because it got more from the study to someone else posting it of taste cells in your testicles, they were seeing if it could taste. So sauce people are testicles. dipping their because you know eating Tide Pods and plates of this cinnamon is safer. Yeah, let's say. On this, the spectrum of things, dipping your balls in soy sauce is like it's just you, you could, could do that. It's fine. Unless you have, you have, have like a you know or something spicy. Unless you have like uh, you know high blood pressure and the amount of salt soaks into your skin and and your balls have a fucking heart attack and you but know it's not a Tide Pod. It's not, but it's it's <laughs> right up that alley. 
It's close. right up that alley. It's However, not- I did dip my balls in. Uh, yeah, you did. In, uh, Easter, in Easter egg dye. Yeah. It, it's not as But bad. that wasn't for taste. That was for color. That's yes. because you let Important those difference. those no little girls of yours do anything to you. That That's was with why. Abyss. He has yes. limits. Boogie has limits. No, he doesn't. I've been wearing toenail polish for like the last That's two months That's why he's now. wearing shoes instead of sandals. <laughs> and I got to go shower it? at the gym. And I got to like walk through with my... You know they have remover can- for that, right? Candy apple. Yeah, you know there's a lot of things that I should be doing in my life, Dell. A True. lot of things that I'm not organized yes. with. Yeah. The thing you should do is not have me show the Pikachu foreskins that was also on Discord. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I can share that on Twitter. Yes, yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, it's work safe. Let's, they let's just put... changed out a food thing, and they just said they're Pikachu foreskins. I'm like, Pikachu foreskins. Who Pikachu? thought of that? Pikachu. Gross. Ah, 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 ah. We got some mail, and we're going to read it. Perverted mailbox, because you need it. Yeah. What is that dick thing Ella's holding? It's a hat. Oh, it a looks dick like. dick thing. Yeah, well, it, it's which, a toque or a beanie, according to Americans. See, look, that's a dick thing. Well, that's a huge it's, fucking head, if it is. Well, it's like a Bozo the Clown head. It'll pop it in with. your. It's so soft. It's better to pop in your ass. What? Tell is holding it going. It's so soft. <laughs> I don't know. Beanie would be a little hard to get up there. Hey. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. I was going to read the post in which someone said that they wanted us to try dipping someone's nutsack in soy sauce. But and I said no. You all know, but forget. <laughs> I'm a fucking... No. How about that? Oh, it sounds like a great funny. idea, though. Leave it to the teenagers. They'll do it. We have a new Patreon supporter. I haven't gotten his permission yet, but to give his name but he did say this funny thing he said i have heard the song slash phrase who doesn't love anal stuck in my head to the point where i walked into what i thought was an empty office building singing it very loudly only to have half knowing stares looking back at me either five of my employees are also listeners or they now know that i love anal <laughs> Stop lip syncing this thing and looking me. You're like literally yeah. 12 inches away from you and it's creepy. You mean <laughs> half the length of my it dick? It made Ella happy. <laughs> they were like, yes, yes, I love I, I think they kind of want you that You gotta jingle. tell me that before because they're just lucky that, that the jingle was in the queue. I totally forgot and then I ha- started trolling through our email for stuff <laughs> to write about. The it last just worked minute. out. just worked yeah. out. Well, I will make sure I do that. I'm just glad. let well, him in your poop tube, Kathy. Just no. let him in. Just Ew. let my weenie love your poop tube. Nobody. Did I ever talk about this on what? the show that I did let somebody... Weenie love your poop tube? My first time. Yeah, anal sex. You had said you'd done yeah, it on that you, you mentioned it before. a time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he had a long dick. He had a long... No, he didn't. He had a pretty... I'd say below average in size. So that's good for anal. Better it, for anal. It was okay. I didn't think it was anything great, but, you know, motherfucker came inside me without permission. Oh, then you're going to fart come for the next no, six I'm hours. No, I'm not. I'm never having <laughs> anal sex again, because I found it to be then anyway. I'm not even going to try it again. Well, that's why you make people use condoms, I Kathy. Did, well, Apparently, stupid. you were just a little a STD slut stand. back then. I was Hello, not. Herpes Farm. Hello. I had to go and get tested and the whole thing, and everything turned out fine. That's fine. And you had ass babies. Ass babies? What <laughs> well, the hell is it that? came up your butt. <laughs> 
ass baby. You come up What's with the, the weirdest shit. What are we moving on to? <laughs> Get me out of this fucking... I will. This is okay. the email that, that you didn't want me to talk about. Well, well no, I did want you to talk about it. I just said it was because... Look at how you just threw me under the bus. I like throwing you under you the bus. You just threw me under the I bus do to know. try have to have fuck we met? me I up. do that all the time. What? I have an agenda. I'm going to do it to fuck you, you up. You try to fuck me up, Wow, Kathy. you're on to me, buddy. Really. Just read the post. Okay, remember what that Princess RJ... Uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, we'll was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yes. And um, they wrote a post on no... It was Saying no and no not being respected in their dungeon yeah, and how they were... on the call- social the, settings. And they were calling people out on it. Yeah. So one of her friends wrote to us and said, um, as a member of the local scene and a close friend of RJ, I wanted it known that as a result of her post, she has now been banned from the only venue that runs kink events in the city. This is not a public banning, it's a shadow situation. In our scene, there are power players that ban at will based on personal whim. This is a primary reason people would rather be a sheep than take a stand. Scary times. Well, you know, thanks for letting us know that the reason I wanted to read that is to tell, to let people know. I think it's important for anybody new to the king community to understand that... uh, the king community is no different than anywhere else. There's going to be bad people. There's going to be good people. Quite frankly, we, I have no idea. I mean, I liked her post, but that says RJ, as far as I'm concerned, uh, yeah. could be a totally psycho or could be totally innocent in this. The point right. is, we have no idea. Right. That is it. To bring, I wanted to bring up this post not to take size, but for people to really understand that you need to protect yourself. You need to take care of yourself. You need to advocate for yourself and never assume that. Uh, just going into a community, everything is going to be great. Because in any community, as Boogie and I have seen, there's always a core group of people that is the heart and soul of that community. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes that's a bad thing. But they are the the core group that pushes that community forward, that keeps it going. It's not as if the whole thing would fall apart if they weren't there. But for better or worse, they're the ones keeping it running. And that you can neither run afoul of that group or you can be in line with them all along. And, and let, like I just said, as Boogie and I have found out the hard way, if you run afoul of them, they can still be good people or they can still be assholes. But the bottom line is you're the one who's going to suffer. And so I think that people who are new to the community or new to kink need to be aware that kink is no different from anywhere else. You find this kind of shit in your work environment. You find it in families. You find it in church groups. You find it everywhere. Everybody has forms little fucking cliques and everybody takes sides. And then you decide that person is my enemy and that person is my friend. And kink community is no different. Yes. So what's wrong? What? Oh, you had a weird... No, I'm just reflecting on my consequences for standing up to bullies and yeah. you know, and that and that, that that's a whole nother topic. Once again, this this topic's a very face value. We yeah. know one side of a story. Exactly. But at face value, standing up to uh some bad behavior or people being lackadaisical about them themselves, uh, because they're afraid it'll make them look bad is exactly what we went through at Doorway. Um, and, and those people are still remaining silent about things and not, uh, and not saying things out loud because they're, they care about how they look. And sometimes when you stand up against, uh, those people, they will, they will group up and, and push you out and that will be the end of the problem for them. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I would rather, I would rather piss in a jug than be a sheep that doesn't stand up if I feel strongly about something. And I've stood up for things that I've been wrong about. 
you know, inherently wrong. And, and, uh, and, but ultimately you got to also make that choice, you know, are you going to stand up? Like, especially if it's like people, uh, you know, like when they attack the people on the podcast or whatever, there, there wasn't even a question. Uh, that's, it's our show. You know, we have to, we have to stand up about that. Yeah. So you have to make that decision, but just like Kathy said, in any community, um, they're the people that are going to stand up and then the people that are going to let things shove under the carpet. And when it comes to safety and consent, I, I, I'm going to stick with the poster if we take this at face value and hopefully everything that was said is accurate and both sides of the story are, are the same. Um, that uh, if it comes to people's safety, then it's better to not be in a community of people that are going to kind of shove things under the rug. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to base my mission statement on that. And if I fuck up, I'd like it to be my fuck up. And I don't want to back up other people's fuck ups. Right. Cause I come on this show and we talk about our fuck ups and I've surely done inappropriate things and bad things. And I have to own it or whatever. And the last fucking thing I want to do is sit by and let other people fuck up. And then I get to take credit for turning a blind eye to it, which in some instances I have. Um, and that, goes back to the first topic we talked about, which was the only reason I didn't want to do this in this topic, um, is is this is about the community, and, and this is about making the community better and taking those big risks and having those shitty hard conversations and maybe risking heaven fucking forbid that we look like assholes for a little bit. But you don't look like an asshole if after you admit you're an asshole and there's things that need to be changed, you go through the messy thing, and if you actually change and get better and and make improvements, that actually shows integrity. In the long run, that builds your reputation as a fucking community better. It makes you a better person. It may, in the initial, knock some people away. In the initial, they may go, oh, it's not perfect here, so we don't want to go. But in the long run... The cream rises to the top, and, and if you stand up or at least try to do things that are better, most of the people that matter are going to see that you're trying to make it better. Right. So that's why I, I, was, I knew I was going to monologue, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Dell's sick of my monologues. You just see him. He's you rolls don't his, monologue. He rolls his eyes. You are a succinct individual. He has a Jewish... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't mind them. I, I would just like... If I could twitch my like eyebrow on on command, I would have. It's like I'm not going to monologue. Proceeds to monologue. I'm, it's a talk show. It's a talk show. Hence the clever with two word. hosts with talk. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's me requesting a Kathy monologue. Oh, I can monologue. I'll have to write it down, but I'm no, not Kathy, good you at just improvising. Gotta go. Just got to go right into the ocean. All right. I will try. Shall we go on to some fucking advice? Yeah, I suppose we really, really should. We're not precise. We don't have lice. And we are not always nice. But we're here if you need some fucking advice. Unless Kathy takes it up the ass without a condom and they come. Then you get no fucking advice. <laughs> then then it, you, you might have <laughs> lice. Advices don't come in the butt. You might have, you might have lice. Oompa, oompa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was 23. I did that once to uh, my fiance. No. She was not happy. No, good. She yeah. was like, did you just... And I'm like, When was yeah. the last time I had a story of that? I think that was before my time. And I'm all, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you? What? You've done it too? No, no, no. no. Fiance. I think that's before my time of being on the show. Has, oh, I was married. Okay. Yeah, I was married Very for like, like eight months, you know? 
<laughs> it wasn't a long marriage. Wow. All right, I wasn't so good at it. This question, Mew gave it to us. I don't know where she gets these questions. Do people just randomly email Mew her? Mew is a genius and a stalker. <laughs> and there's a section also in the Discord that asks for advice. Uh-huh. So they yeah, might be using that Yeah, and so she well. goes, it. but she, she also goes, goes on. Through there she I goes don't on go in there red. because some of them are more personal and it's like. <laughs> If she reaches out, she's... Yeah, 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 which, yeah. of course, she's she does. Yeah, yeah, she does good. Now, she didn't uh, give me this person's name, which means they want to be remain anonymous. This is a good one, but I have to tell you, the setup might be a little bit... Well, a little bit longer than I normally do. All right, so she has a submissive. She's 33 years old, and her submissive is a male, and he's 44 years old. They've been together for a while. They have it good. Everything is wonderful. And she says, they uh, we had a session, and like all of our sessions, it started out great. But something along the line went south, and I don't quite remember everything that happened that night. Well, already I'm a little bit Good placing. nervous. Go team. <laughs> she says, if I had to describe myself in the BDSM world, I would say I am a sadist dom. However, my need to inflict pain is, pain is much greater than my need to have control, which is unusual. Um, I usually find this the other way around, unless it's my Michelle. She's the only one I've found who has a greater need to inflict pain. And anyway... Okay, she says, during our session, I was in the middle of flogging him, but I stopped and asked him to do it to me. Now, this is where the story gets fuzzy for me, and he had to fill me in on the rest. I just, if your partner has to fill you in on what happened because you can't remember, I'm so scared for for this story right now. Is it like, why is the memory bad? Or I'll well, be quiet. Just, yes, he, she loses again. time. She just loses time. He, um, he says that while he was flogging me, I came and I told him to clean up the mess he made, meaning Go give her oral. Her yeah. He says that things got weird because I became very submissive. I gave him a rim job, something I never did before, and then I told him to flog me again. Then we started having sex, and suddenly I asked him to degrade me, which he knows is something I'd rather not do, even to him. And at this point, he realized something was off, so he stopped. It, she, it gets a little, the email actually gets a little fuzzy here because she says, I had a really intense orgasm, and he says I was in the state for at least 45 minutes. But I think he is over-exaggerating. Meaning she was having an orgasm. 40-minute for orgasm. Minutes. That's, you know, like... The the twitching can sometimes go on for a while. Sometimes yeah, it's convulsive. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So but forty she minutes says, is that's a that's a lot. That's a heck <laughs> of a. I can't make it to work. What? <laughs> I can't stop coming. Say All right. <laughs> I, I have to cancel my dental appointment. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's can not. I, quite can I make it on a Tuesday? <laughs> like that. All right, she that's says, an old stand-up joke, by the way. I didn't, that, that wasn't that my joke. Uh-huh. I just gave it my own turn. Your own, your own boogie twist. Yeah. She says, "When I finally came around, I remember waking up to him cradling me, cradling me in his arms, kissing my forehead, asking me if I was okay. I simply said yes because at that moment everything seemed normal. I just thought that I had fallen asleep. It was not until days later, and this is where it gets kind of sad." That I went into a deep, depressed state, crying, not eating or sleeping, feeling guilty and dirty, and I could not figure out what had triggered this mindset. When trying to piece together the session, the things I could remember about it would never have set off this kind of downward spiral. So I asked my sub about it, and that is when he filled (laughs) me in about all the other pieces. (laughs) The part that freaked me out the most about him replaying what had happened was that I was somehow coherent enough to communicate with him and tell him what I wanted him to do and answer him back when he asked me a question. I asked how the session ended, and he said, in the beginning he was enjoying himself, I was still in control, guiding him on what to do, but something somewhere changed, and he started seeing me as one of his submissives, and he instantly got soft. 
He also said that if I didn't stop convulsing soon, meaning her the, orgasm, her- he was going to call 911. That freaked him out because he said it lasted a very long time. Stop coming. <laughs> no. No, bitch. No. All you right. stop it. Get the rolled up newspaper. No. Stop coming. Bad. I just have never said that to a girl. Stop. That's the <laughs> never word said you'll that. never say. I'm like, here's a rolled up newspaper. I'm going to shove it in your ass now. Keep coming, bitch. Oh, my God. She finishes by saying, my questions are, is that what subspace or drop feels like? Is it common to not remember being in that space? No. But go ahead. I love this post. I love it. For so, so many reasons. Interesting. For so many reasons. But uh, hopefully we can shed some some light to just go read about the brain and read about the brain's development over the tens of thousands of years. Just give us a quick version. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you the quick version. Please. The quick version is, is that the human mind is capable of incredible crazy shit. When you watch the animals in the wild, how can a, a wildebeest just look kind of like a little bit out of it when other lions are eating it alive. How can the brain turn off and go into trances that we don't think about because we're told trances are, oh, that's hypnotic and that's, oh, you know, that's bullshit. The brain is capable of literally just shutting off. It's called a blackout in alcoholism. Um, you can, I have literally blacked out for, you know, hours and hours and hours. And drunk people understand because it's like, okay, tell me what I did and tell me who I embarrassed, how I embarrassed myself. But that is the brain. The brain is the thing that shuts off. It's induced with alcohol in that situation. But it is absolutely possible in an extreme situation for the brain to literally just trance out, go somewhere else. You're now in an altered state. You can absolutely be coherent and have a conversation, but still be completely in a trance that the other part of your brain, your waking part of your brain, will not Remember, it's it is rare for it yes. to happen in um, a play scene. They're, they're, um, specifically, those type of blackouts are called psychogenic blackouts, and they result from stress and anxiety. Sure, it um, in the medical field, it often is diagnosed in students that are under too much stress doing sure. college work. But yes, it can also happen to children, and it might happen for other reasons. In a but play it's scene, a thing. So if you're stressed or anxiety, you can have blackouts of memory, or your memory can be f- faulty. Well, and and just let's not even go into denial, and when there's been abuse or something like that, and the brain literally can't handle it, completely didn't happen, and you talk to people, and you're like, they're lying, they're just fucking lying. There is no fucking. I was there. There is no way that they can't remember that they're lying. And they have no reason to lie, you know, and you can't figure out, well, the brain is very capable of making that switch. So in this situation, it's just scary when it happens to you, you know, like the first time I blacked out, I was like, what the fuck was that? Of course, I was, you know, drunk and took a bunch of Valium. And you had a little kind chemical of help a, little, there. Little, little assistance there yeah. at age 13. Well, um, I, I'd like to say, first of all, that none of us here are professionals and that... Um, 
this is definitely something that if it's concerning enough for you, you should seek some medical attention. You absolutely should, because there can be all kinds of reasons why this happened. If you're listening to this, the show and you hear a bunch of reasons and you're all, yeah, yeah, that that's must be what it is. And, uh, you're not seeking medical help when you should, that is entirely up to you, but it's something of course that we recommend that you do. Sure. The other thing is that, you know, the brain, uh, lies to us. Our brain lies to us all the time. Our, our brain hallucinates all the time. Our brain thinks, makes up stuff to fill in the gaps. And we think that we're coherent and conscious all the time when we're not. So if I were to ask you, um, what did you have for breakfast two weeks ago on Thursday? You wouldn't be able to remember, but you did it and you have no problem with having that memory loss. You don't think to yourself, well, I can't remember that, so there must be something wrong with me. You can't retain everything that happens to you. But when something intense like this happens to you, you can't remember it, you think, oh my God, there must be something wrong. So I remember uh, going to a few classes a number of years ago that had to do with what happens to your to your mind when you experience anything intense from sensory deprivation to um, subspace that you've never experienced before or anything that that can go into causing your mind stress or or is just pushing you to the limits, pushing you to the extreme. And it can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing. So um, I remember reading this post and thinking, gosh, that class that I listened to on sensory deprivation was talking specifically about something like this, a very, very same thing, where the t- the instructor was saying that the number of times that people have come to him and his students as well and said, right after that, I had that intense sensory deprivation, I lost two weeks. I literally remember driving down the street and it was two weeks later and it freaked them the fuck out until with the instructor's help and with their doctor's help, they realized you didn't really lose those two weeks. You were perfectly conscious during those two weeks. You just can't remember what happened those two weeks. And they actually led that person through um, an exercise in which they kind of did what I did in the beginning, which they say, in an effort to calm him down, if I asked you what you did six months ago, you wouldn't remember and you wouldn't freak out the way you're freaking out now. So um, who knows why she went this way? I mean, clearly she started doing something in the middle of a scene that she doesn't do. She started becoming submissive with her submissive partner when she's supposed to be dominant and started asking for degradation. It's not surprising to me that if you haven't because in this case, because she doesn't remember the time because she lost the time. But if you haven't dealt with that kind of extreme play that you just did, it's not that surprising to me that a couple of weeks later she gets depressed, she can't sleep, she can't eat, because you have to verbalize those things. That's the kind of thing that afterward, you would have to do a lot of of post-mortem after that scene, and you would have to sit down and discuss with your partner. And unfortunately, because she lost the time, she didn't have a chance to do that, and now it's catching up with her. Mm. So I I would imagine that she's, this is a tough one to do, because how do you do it if you can't really remember having done it? But you are going to have to discuss the fact that you asked to be degraded, that you you performed a rim job on your submissive. He's like, woo freebie. No, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> he should have shut up. No, he thought... <laughs> he should have said, oh my God, you said it was the greatest thing you've ever done in your life. That would be what you would say, I think. I, I'm, I, I just, not a, you were I just like, don't want a rim job. Just don't. <laughs> just don't, don't. Don't go anywhere near just me. Just leave, leave, that, <laughs> leave that whole area. That disaster I will shave alone. it, but that's it. I will trim my ass, but that is just no. 
So uh, I, I believe that as ridiculous as this sound, a discussion needs to be had with you and your partner about what you did and why you think you would have asked for those things. Well, I, I'm going to go a little bit different from that in the sense that, and here's, here's my, my thought, is to me it just sounds like she went into a primal or subconscious kind of trance state. And when you dream uh, in your subconscious... You will do just about, and you'll fuck anything, do any any weird, crazy, random thing. So I don't know if necessarily because in a trance state she asked for degradation that that maybe was a secret message that she really wanted degrad. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I not getting your point? Uh, no, I, I do understand what you're saying. I don't know that I agree. So I don't know. I mean, you, something sh- you should absolutely talk about it. Well, is this something that you fantasize that maybe you've repressed these fantasies or you need to go about this in a different way that maybe it's just kind of coming out? But usually when people are incoherent or in that phase of trance or high or whatever, they're always going to say stuff that, just doesn't make sense it's not really in their personality so it doesn't mean they're not capable of it as an animal and that they're not capable you know i want all the feelings and sensations but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like like a repressed desire always no it's true it sounds like she went into a very uninhibited state of mind and that can be a great thing if you're in control (laughs) and if the person who is leading that has an idea of what how to handle that yes i would say that that i uh, that is the only reason that i agree with her and in, in, when she says the scene went south not because any of those things are wrong or inherently bad uh, just that uh, there was nobody uh, guiding running that uh, yeah there's no prep for that and i think the i think the guy did the best thing and that's hold up their hand and say out of my league we're just gonna put a little cutty poo right here i think a lot of praise has to go to him number one for being such a great person a partner that that she she's either very lucky she's done a lot of work with uh engendering that kind of trust because this guy kept her safe sure he didn't freak the fuck out as uh you know like some people would do and go that's it i'm out of here i don't want this relationship anymore um, and he's, it sounds to me like he's helping her through it. So, well, he got a rim kudos. job, so, you know, he got a rim job, so, of course, he's like, hey, maybe I can what work this. What is up with you? You I said can, you don't like rim jobs. Why I'm, are you talking I, about rim I'm jobs still, so much? I'm an enthusiast. I've heard guys say it's the greatest fucking, well, I've heard guys and, and then some women really like it, um, personal experience. Um, but, uh, but no, I think, I think the guy is clairvoyant enough to know that if he goes through this, maybe some of these things are things that she might have repressed. And that may be something you may be able to to kind of tap into a little bit. Okay, you said you wanted this then. Maybe we should try a little teeny bit of degradation in a play scene here where you're yeah, with I got, us. I got to tell you, that might not work. Because it might just not. Just because you reached a state of mind where you were completely uninhibited, and I mean completely uninhibited to do some of the stuff that she did, it, that doesn't mean that you ever want to do it no, again. No, no, no. I'm saying we're, we're now going back. Uh, we're, we've now switched roles of what we just talked about five minutes ago. I absolutely agree. But in the in the scale, when you have that discussion, is that something you've thought of? And maybe now thinking of it, she'll be like, well, you know, maybe a little I have. Then maybe that right. you know, more yeah. coherent state. More. Del, did you have? Yeah, I was just. 
I, I didn't want to make fun of your use of clairvoyance. That means I, it was, I know clairvoyant yes. means psychic and what. Go yeah. ahead. What what word does that mean? I was going to add. Of um, I think we talked about it at some point of um, your different opinions on do you re- renegotiate during a scene or play? So it's right. like if that's not a thing we talk about. We're not doing it if we're not, we're currently doing shenanigans of some sort. Like, right. That sounds awesome. I want to talk to that to you before we're kind of in some primal state. That's kind of true. Can I but- speak to the real Diana now? <laughs> Wait, what was her name in Ghostbusters? <laughs> Isn't that her name? I Maybe. It was, yeah. it was a Diana or something like that. I don't know. Dana. Dana, Dana, Dana. Yeah. Can only I speak Zool. to the real name? There's no, there's only Zool. Oh, Zuli, you're a nut. You're a nut. <laughs> I want you inside of me. It's actually more of a guideline than a rule. I think there's a few people in there already. <laughs> oh, my God. Where do these stairs go? They go up. <laughs> and they're all coming back for another movie. Anyway. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they killed off the new reboot. It's in, it's in pre-production. Wait, wait, wait. They killed off the new reboot? Or the the, like the, 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 the all-female all one? The gender-swapped one? Okay, so they killed that. Well, they did that one, right? Yeah, but that was supposed to have sequels. Oh, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't work out real well. Or just executives killed it. Yeah, it's more that one. Well, if you can get Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd in there, you're not going to get Remus. Didn't Remus die? Harold Remus. Supposedly, Remus? they do it like it's the family that moved away to the middle of nowhere, and now there's ghosts in like rural. Yeah, uh, supposedly, all living cast members are going to be in it in some capacity. But nice, It'd be amazing. This is a sidebar. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> That's our show. I mean, yes. Oh, well, are we going to talk about uh, Anthony's fucking Oh, yeah, we didn't. We, didn't. <laughs> we yeah, talked about say. the chair. Well, let's do it during the end show thing. <laughs> no, we can't talk about this during the end show. Just tell the listeners. Did we have podcast news? Don't we normally have that segment? Not normally, but I guess this would have been a good one. <laughs> the jingle's ready. <laughs> On there a light note... Unger mentioned, or Aki mentioned Unger was going to send us a recording so we could have him back on the show Yay! maybe for just Yay! a thing. Send it in, Aki. Um, but back to the serious topic. Back to the serious topic. Well, kids, uh, well, Perverted Podcast is once again getting our little stick and our little hobo bag and we're just uh, leaving the fucking castle. We've been kicked out. Been kicked out of Tony's fucking castle. <laughs> that is not why he's not here. He's actually studying yeah. for an interview. He's got a life. He's got a life. See, that's the thing. He's got this house and we all come in on Monday nights without a life and then he says, hey, I, I'm sorry, but you know I'm interviewing for jobs and career. And he has this whole new exciting thing coming up. Yeah. And it's really obviously very stressful to kind of work that thing out. So um, as much as we want to talk shit and be butthurt and whatever, uh, the, the reason is, is in, incredibly valid. And, yeah, we, and it is his we've place. We've been and very he just, grateful to be here. Yeah, he just can't host us. So, yeah. uh, But that being said, we're fucked. Fucked right up the ass. Where is that? God damn it. I wish... We I had, wish that we're so fucked. We, I mean, that works too. This is the resolution. We are deprived. But that wasn't the J. We were supposed to say fuck, fucked, fucked right up your virgin butts. Yeah, but that's um, a good one. But like whatever. Wah, wah, wah. So we don't have a place in the Valley. Kathy's like, we've used up all of our. All of our love, I did tell you that local we, love we're, tokens. We're going through yes. all our friends. You have one by foreign one. love tokens. You have OC love tokens, but you're not going to. Yeah, we down could. To yeah, we could definitely go to many places in the world, and uh, someone would offer us a living room somewhere for about four weeks. For for about four weeks, and then they'd go, "Wow, they keep coming back." 
It's like that weird guest. You know, everyone says that. Oh, you can crash on my couch for, you know, as long as you need. Get you. And then after like two weeks, they're like, wow, they're still here. You I said re- as long as I you really, need. I really thought. Well, that I would, would say that. Then I wouldn't have to drive. It'd be great. You, you guys would have to go through all the traffic. It would be that, such a switch. Where? Would, who in the OC is offering us a, a Me. Dell has a place. I did. And Boogie said, no, that's too far. For, yeah, or Kathy. What? You want to drive to the OC on Monday night? Okay. Yeah. Really? Yes. And that wasn't a joke offer. It was just, you said no. So it's still there it's if you want it. It's a lot of driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so Del, the person who Del, isn't me Del has every a dis- week. Dell has a sub- disposable income. I'm like, that's like a half a tank. That's 40 bucks a week, you know, for me. Okay, we'll figure it out. But anyway, so if we it, have somewhere what, in the valley. <laughs> no, we, that's true. But yeah. the there is a, a, a fallback. Yeah. We are... It, the show's not going to end. The show will never end because never. there is a perpetuating fact. And we sometimes, uh, that there's a fact. And the fact is, perverted podcast listeners, Kathy and I have no life. That's true. Not a single <laughs> gram of life. Enigma, yeah. Dell, Ella, all have lives. We may get all some, are young. They have something that, going on eventually. We may get dick and pussy once in a while. We may get dick and pussy, but, but we have no lives. Exactly. This show is it. This is the thing. This is the fabric of our sanity right here. This is our cotton. The sack that is perverted podcast. Of our lives, yes. 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 This is the sack that we, Kathy and I, are together in. We're like two we're like a scorpion and a viper and we don't want to be in the sack and we're fighting and and poisoning each other and biting and stinging but we also understand there's no it's like the truman show what's on the other side of the wall we don't want to know we're in the sack we're not gonna quit so there's no the quitting. but that show he did want to know what was on the other side yeah, yeah he, he did. did well fuck truman then <laughs> fucking wacko <laughs> We're, we'll do a show one way or another. Yeah, we will do a show. So, but, right. but there is a, I mean, there is a, a final fallback that we can do where we won't look forward to. But we could, you and I, yeah, just hole up in my bedroom, ooh, and record <laughs> uh, without any of you guys, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we have done that. We did the uh, we did the thinking the thinking atheist interview in your room, and it really wasn't that bad. It really is. How would we scale things down? But uh, it's it is. I got to tell you, it is a temporary thing. It would be you in, we record, and then you go. Yeah, with no demo, no, and it's only well, to get us through this hump. So. What what we'll do is then maybe I'll, I'll Dell and I are working on getting him some audio so him and I can do or maybe even we can Skype him in while we record the show and he could do Discord Dell and then we can figure out how to kind of work things right there. There's definitely a way we got to work. the The reality is 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 we need a place and and we need to get a, a forever home because we can do this. Obviously, it. it it does keep us going, and it's not fair to the listeners. Uh, and and so we are in process. Yeah, and once we again. are in process, uh, and so we'll figure out what we're going to do. But no matter what, the show's still going to go on. It'll take many forms, and then eventually we'll get our forever home, like puppies being squirted out of littles at a at a puppy event, and then we'll all be able. Which would be one of the first demos we would do. Would be a birthing uh, human puppies no. in puppy play. No. For Dell, no. For Dell, you wouldn't do that. For Dell, Dell said he wanted not. to see that. Dell, do you Del, see Kathy doesn't love you. Kathy doesn't have to participate. I uh, thank you. 
I Kathy's won't. the trainer. She's going to have the dog clicker. She's going to click out I the puppies. I love puppy play. You just happened to mention click. the one thing I'm not going to do is pretending a puppy. No. Why don't, don't I just be... pretend the puppy, puppy comes up and humps your leg? Because <laughs> that's a normal part of puppy play, depending on the puppy. You. I wanted to hump your leg. Well, yeah, if it's a girl puppy. Boy puppy. No. <laughs> you. You. It'll leave something. Just well. wait till he's finished. Um, grandma. Grandma, Sparky's humping my leg again. Just wait till he's finished and oh go to my. school. Okay, There's that's a, it. Close the show out. Now man. you want me to close the yes. show. Wow, that's loud. That is our show. A huge thank you to our Patreon supporters for all of the faith that you have in us. Joining us in Tony's fucking castle tonight are Enigma, Woo! Dell, and Ella. Ella, if you have questions, comments, or ideas for Boogie and Kathy, or God forbid you actually need our advice, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have an extra fiver lying around this month, swing by patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast and give us your support. God damn it, that's another great show, and we're working our way towards 245, which will be next week, coming right at you with all the hits. Follow us on social media. The hits, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Follow us go, on social media. Yes, go ahead. Enigma. What? Click what, follow. What are subscribe. Uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Look up Perverted Podcast and you'll find us and follow us and I update on all the things going on during the week. How do you get to P, uh, Perverted Podcast on Twitter? It's Perverted Pika at Perverted Podcast and on Instagram it's at Perverted Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. And a phone number, maybe? No, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't, he doesn't no. even check it anymore. I do. I do. Okay, I'll start saying it again. Well, what's the number? I forgot. I don't have it written down. Well, then we'll do it next oh, week. Oh, yes, we will. Check the number. Because we're... D- 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 we'll see you guys next week. Woo! <laughs>